and welcome back to Performer Talks. I'm your host, Bethany Unwin. And before we get started with today's episode, I just want to say a big thank you to everyone who's gone over to iTunes and left us a review and anyone who shared our podcast on social media. Our aim is to reach as many performers as possible, making the arts accessible to everyone by providing free information for performers. If you haven't already and you love our episodes, please do head on over to iTunes and leave us a review or share us and tag us on social media at The Perform Journals to show your support. Thank you so much and let's get on with the episode. Today I'm delighted to be joined by Crystal Nichols, who is a performer and a nutrition and wellness coach. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to come on and join us today. Thank you so much for having me, Bethany. I'm so happy to be on this podcast and being able to share information with all the listeners. Oh, thank you so much. So I would love for you to talk to the listeners at home and tell them a little bit about who you are and what you do. Hi, everyone. As Bethany said, I am a professional dancer. I'm a performer. I was most recently in The Lion King just before the lockdowns happened. And... I am also a nutrition coach and also a health, a holistic health specialist. And what I do is I help performing artists overcome stress and restrictive eating to achieve their optimal performance goals holistically. That is amazing. So as you can see, we clearly needed Crystal on because I think this is such an important <laughs> area to talk about today. Um, but first, I read your background and I was so interested in your story. It is amazing and quite frankly, super exciting when I was reading your bio. Um, so you grew up in Barbados with dreams of being a professional dancer. And then at 18, you moved to Toronto. Now, that's quite a big move uh, to make at 18 to move completely and you went to Canada and you studied there and so many performers reach out to me worrying about moving away with training because it's a daunting thing especially when you're leaving home so can you explain what kind of your thought process was were you worried and what would your advice be to someone who is really worrying about moving especially long distance away from home Yeah, no problem. First of all, just to give you a bit of background, I really didn't have a choice. (laughs) (laughs) Only because in Barbados, there isn't much opportunity for performers. There isn't a lot of professional development. Like We have a lot of dance studios, and now there are lots of organizations that are really great in developing performers and their talent, all the skills that they need. But at the time, there wasn't really that much in terms of professional development. So I knew for a long time, maybe since I was 14, I knew that I was going to have to leave. So I think I was mentally preparing myself that, you know, you have to leave if you want to pursue this on a professional level, you just have to do it. And of course I was worried. I was nervous to leave my family, But also, fun fact, I have a twin. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Amazing. She's a chemical engineer and also an environmental engineer. And she, it turned out that she would be studying at the same school in Canada. So I had her 
That is amazing. <laughs> oh my goodness, it's like you two are completely in sync. Very yeah. different lines of work though, which I like. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. But it was just great to have, to know that I had her. I had a, mm-hmm. I had a support system that I could, you know, I could move with. So I guess that kind of took the pressure off of it. At the same time, what I will say to people who are thinking of moving away from home to study or to pursue anything, just go for it because I, I'm telling you, you will grow so much faster because of the fact that you don't have that immediate support system. I mean, of course, you can always go back home and you can always count on your family back home. But just being uprooted from everything that's familiar will make you grow so much faster. And what's the saying? They always say growth happens outside of your comfort zone, right? So if you take the comfort zone away, it pushes you so much more. It also makes you more resourceful because you start looking for opportunities more because you just don't have that safety net around you. It makes you more resilient. It makes you more of a risk taker, which is such a huge advantage for this career. I feel like that taking that risk set the course of my life to be a risk taker. Like for instance, after I graduated, I auditioned to be on a cruise ship and I ended up on a cruise ship. And I never would have, you know, I never would have done that if I hadn't taken the initial risk because in my mind, I was a risk taker anyway. So (laughs) taking risks was just part of my DNA. And I've just always continued along that path. So yeah, you have nothing to lose and everything to gain. So just go for it. Absolutely. I absolutely love that. And it is a daunting experience moving away. And, you know, everything that you've grown to know is completely changed. But within that, like you say, it also leads to many opportunities. And so many new things you learn about yourself during that time, you do grow a lot. And I think FaceTime and Skype and things like that are a wonderful thing. And now, you know, there's always that being able to go back with technology being the wonderful thing that it is um so there is always that so I really like that you know um yeah they've got everything to gain from from that experience so thank you for sharing that because I think that would be so helpful for anyone who's worrying about that no problem so you went on to land your dream job after doing your cruise ships. You went to land your job in the Lion King in the West End so can you talk us through the audition process for that and how that kind of came about and what it felt like to get that call to say, yeah, you've got it. I love telling this story because (laughs) it was completely unintentional (laughs) that I ended up in that show. And the reason I say this, okay, I shouldn't say completely. I always had that vision of I'm going to be in this show. I I had a picture of Lion King on my vision board on the ship which is so funny. I had a picture of that lion (laughs) (laughs) on my vision board. But the way it happened was the the cruise contract that I was doing, it was a 17-month contract where, it sounds crazy, but we were contracted to do five months on three different ships, but we would have a one-month break in between each one where you could go home and just relax and recenter. So Lion King was in Barbados having auditions. 
they travel all around the world to audition. They travel to the Caribbean, Africa, just everywhere. And the week that I got home from my second contract, my sister said to me, oh, Lion King is having a, an audition here at the end of the week. And I said, oh, oh my God, I just... <laughs> I'm tired. I just came off of a five, <laughs> I just came off of a five month contract, and it's my first week back. I am tired. I can't do it. I said to her, "I'm I, I'm not doing it. I'm too tired." And <laughs> she said, "Are you crazy? You need to go. Just do it. There's nothing. Like, just do it." So I said, "Okay, I'll do it." And so I I did the audition. The funny thing is that it's not that I didn't think I wouldn't get it. It just, it just never crossed my mind that it was a possibility. Because yes, I had it on my vision board, but I also, in my mind, I thought I need more training. I need more experience before I can get there. So in my mind, this is something that's going to be in my future. It's not going to happen now. I'm not ready. So I did the audition with, I wasn't nervous. <laughs> I just did it because I said, oh, this is a fun experience. I'm just going to have fun. I'm not going to get this job anyway because I'm not ready and I'm not experienced. I'm just going to have fun. So I just have fun and I didn't think about anything. I wasn't nervous. I just did it. And then I went back on the ship and to finish off my contract, the third contract. And when I was, I think, two months into that, they sent me an email asking me if I was available to move to the UK in March. And the date that they gave me, it happened to be four weeks after my contract was going to finish with the cruise ship. Wow. So, so I said, oh, yeah, I'm available. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember I he called me, um, the manager of Disney Theatrical, he called me. It was, I feel like it was a week before Christmas. It was, it was very close to Christmas. And he called me to confirm that I got the contract. And I remember he said, Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this is the best Christmas gift ever. <laughs> oh, that is just the loveliest story. And what I love about that is the fact that you went to the audition and because you were so probably relaxed and were just there for the fun, they obviously yes. could see that. And I think that that is always a winning way when you go to an audition is being relaxed, having fun with it, being there for the enjoyment and trying not to think too much and get in your own head about the possibilities um, of what That's comes true. after. And that people often find that they get the things that they're not often expecting to get because they're just more relaxed when they're in that environment. So I think that's a really great way of dealing with it. It's so true. I think it goes to show that we get in our own way yeah. so much, so mm -hmm. often. And when we just relax and enjoy the process, things kind of unfold the way they're supposed to. Absolutely. I feel like there is something that's destined for everyone. And it just kind of happens like you know saying you were only back that first week and it just so happened to fall on that week where you yeah. live I mean it's a crazy coincidence but it kind of feels like it's right afterwards doesn't it yeah definitely it felt like it was meant to be like that was the way it worked out the way the contract that contract was starting a month after my ship contract was ending it just felt like, okay, this is where I want, this is where I need to be. 
Yeah, absolutely. That's incredible. And I think we should also make a point of highlighting that obviously you don't just have to go to auditions to like get the work. You can go to auditions for just to gain experience. Like you said, it was on your vision board. So, you know, going to things like that would have given you more experience if you were to go again and go back and wanting a part. And also just going for the fun, like you said. I think that's great. Yeah, I I, I like what you said about you know, going for the experience because I feel like it benefits people to reframe how they think of auditions and not think of it as I need to get this job, but just think of it of think of it as this is another experience on the way toward my my goals. Yeah. And I think, you know, sometimes we get so caught up in the moment and especially with, you know, contracts that are maybe moving abroad and things, we often go, oh, do I want to do that? Do I want to? Well, let's enjoy the audition process. Let's see where it takes us. Let's go for the experience, if anything. And then if that happens, we'll stress about it then. (laughs) But I think we get so in our own minds and then we turn up and we're battling with ourselves anyway before we've even started the audition. Yes. I completely agree. Yeah. Okay. That's amazing. I love that story. And I love that it was your best Christmas gift ever. That is just, (laughs) that is just like a little Christmas miracle. Lovely. (laughs) I love that. Um, so as we were saying earlier, you're actually also a nutrition coach. Can you tell people a little bit about what that kind of involves? So nutrition I think when people think of nutrition, they only think of foods, like strictly the meal plans, tell me what foods I need to eat and tell me when I need to eat. (laughs) But I like to think of it as a whole system, a whole body system. So we look at your nutrition, what you're actually eating. And we also look at what are your, what are your mental what are your thoughts? What are you thinking every day? Do you have a lot of negative self-talk that's stopping you from becoming the person that you want to be? Do you have a lot of, they call it cognitive distortions, where you have these repeated thought patterns that are are actually mostly untrue, (laughs) but you've basically been conditioned to believe these thought patterns and they actually can hinder your performance and they can hinder your growth. And then we also look at how are you taking care of yourself? Not just not just your, your on the food side, how are you taking care of yourself spiritually, mentally, and physically? Are you, you know, doing self-care practices where you can recover? Are you taking into consideration the fact that you need some nature, you need to get outside? Are you taking into consideration the fact that you are a whole person and you're not just this, this vessel of goals and let's just go, go, go and achieve all these goals and I'm just going to get there no matter what. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I think recognising you're a human before a performer, it sometimes yes. gets lost. And we need to remember that, you know, yes, we are our tool in terms of our career, um, but we're a human being first. And sometimes we That's forget exactly that. exactly it. Yeah. Yeah. So with regards to nutrition, now I'm going to use this term loosely and I'm also going to use air quotation marks on this, but there are many misconceptions about the dancer slash performer diet. So I would love, as you're a performer yourself, you know this industry inside out, what are some of the important things we need to remember when it comes to the nutrition side? 
the first thing is stop focusing so much on calories. This is the number one thing people need to understand. When the calorie was first discovered, it was used as a tool of measurement for physics. It was a physics <laughs> unit of measurement. And once it started to make its way into the nutritional science realm, it just kind of took over everything. But it's important to remember that it's all it is is a unit of energy. And it doesn't take into the fact that the digestive system is so complex that there is no way to efficiently calculate how much energy each person should have. Not only that, but every single person on this earth has a unique metabolic fingerprint, if you will. There is literally no one who reacts the same way to any piece of food. Any, there's, there's no one. Everyone is different. So what I suggest is pay attention and choose foods based on how you want to feel <laughs> instead of I need to get this amount of calories to, to, do, to lose weight or to do this or to do that. If you want energy, choose, choose foods that fuel your body to give you energy. So if I wanted more energy, I would choose magnesium rich foods like the dark leafy greens and, and nuts and avocados that have lots of magnesium which you need for energy if i was in a long rehearsal and i started to feel tired and i needed a quick boost of energy i would choose something that has some simple sugars like a banana for instance that would give me that instant boost of energy if i did a long rehearsal and i came home and i felt like i needed to recover and i wanted to build that muscle I would choose protein-rich foods, but it's so much more complicated than people... Well, it's you know what? It's complicated and it's simple. <laughs> it's complicated in the fact that it's not as simple as people try to say, calories in, calories out. It's complicated in the fact that we all have unique metabolic systems. and But it's also simple in the fact that if you eat real foods, if you eat real whole foods, you don't have to count your calories. You just have to focus on eating real whole foods that have fiber and will fuel your body and will make you feel great. And you just have to start paying attention to how, how do these foods make you feel? If you eat a meal and you, you feel bloated and fatigued and gassy, then there was probably something in that meal that made you feel that way. So if you, start, if you just start to pay attention to how you feel after you eat certain foods, then you become more intuitive and you don't have to be obsessively counting calories and having this perfect diet that people talk about because there is no perfect diet. Absolutely. <laughs> and I am a firm believer in everything in moderation. Like, you know, um, yes, I want my body to be the healthiest it possibly can be. So I will listen to my body and I will try and eat the you know quotation marks again the right things to help me whatever I feel I need at that time you know whether it's the leafy green veg or whether it's the protein or whether it's a quick burst of sugar like the banana like you said but also if I want to have a slice of pizza 
Mm. have the slice of pizza as long as you know it doesn't become like every night because then your body might feel drained it might feel exhausted because we're not giving it the right foods to be able to recover but at the same point it does get to a point where things like calorie counting can become extremely dangerous Mm -hmm. especially because like you say everyone's so different in the way they react it can become extremely dangerous if we just take it by the book and say oh we've got to have this and we've got to have this you know are there any other methods that you would um say if someone is struggling with their maybe their diet or their health and things like that where would you say are the best places to kind of go and look for that and get the resources on that I would say that if you if you feel like you need help and you're struggling with a diet just make sure that you reach out and you know, try to get help from an actual professional, whether it's a nutrition coach, a registered dietitian, or a nutritionist, try to get someone to help you that is actually, that actually knows what they're talking about. I would say stay away from trying to get dietary advice from Instagram, like (laughs) stay away from the advice of the internet because a lot of people can call themselves a nutrition expert, And they might not actually have the qualifications or the training to help. So you could go and decide that you're going to go on a ketogenic diet, right? Because someone said you should do a ketogenic diet and this is going to solve all your problems. And then you might find that that's not what your body needs. You might find that you have no energy to do whatever you need to do. So I would definitely say if you think that you need help, reach out to a professional so that they can guide you to help you find your, your, I guess, ideal diet. And they can guide you to what foods you might be intolerant or insensitive to that you might not have figured out on your own. They can help you figure out which foods give you the most energy. And yeah, just get professional help and don't listen to (laughs) to people on the internet. (laughs) Yeah, there's a lot of also a lot of misquoted and misinterpreted information that's been put out. You know, maybe they meant it one way and it's looked as if it should be totally different just because you can't hear the way that people say things or, um, you know, maybe they've just put it out as quickly as they could because they needed something to post and haven't really thought about the way it's going to be interpreted. So absolutely, I think getting professional advice is always the best thing to do in this kind of situation. So if you are worried, um, I will try and find some links to put in the bio in terms of NHS guidance and things like that, where you can find out more information. Um, But Crystal, you have given us amazing advice. So the last question I want to leave everyone with is what advice would you give to any aspiring performers that are listening to this episode? Okay. The advice I would give is you will never outgrow your mindset. If I had known this, this would have made my life so much easier. But I feel like a lot of times we we go after these goals because secretly or subconsciously we're seeking the validation that, that if I achieve this goal, I'm going to be worthy. If I achieve this goal, I'm going to be enough or I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to be who I want to be. But I'm telling you, your mindset, if you put the mindset first and if you believe that you are worthy already, 
in re regardless of whether you achieve that goal, it will make your journey so much easier. It will make it so much more fun and it will make it more fulfilling because you'll be going after this goal because that's what you want to and that's what's attracting it's a you're basically attracting the goal to you instead of chasing after it and yes that's one thing I want people to know that's amazing <laughs> and I think that is going to be so greatly um taken in by so many of our listeners because mindset is often the thing that we forget to train we train our limbs we train our voices we train our acting skills but often we forget to train our minds. And like I say, we're humans first. So I think that that advice of getting the mindset and believing your own value and knowing your worth and knowing that you've got it in you already before you achieve all these things is so important. So thank you so, so much for that advice. No problem, no problem. I would like to thank you so much for taking the time to come on here today. I would love for you to let people know. Um, obviously, we'll put the links in our show notes as well. Where can they find you if they want to get in touch or follow you and follow what you do? You can follow me on Instagram at crystal underscore Nichols. Um, I, ha I actually had to think about that. <laughs> <laughs> if you need to get in contact with me, you can do it through my website, which is uh, crystalnichols.com and those are the two things I use the most I use I mostly use Instagram so you can either send me a DM <laughs> you can follow me if you want some tips or inspiration and just shoot me an email through my website if you want to get in contact with me thank you so much and like I say I'll make sure I'll put all of those links in the show notes so people can find where Crystal is and give her a follow as a thank you for coming on and giving her, her time today thank you so so much thank you for having me Bethany this was a pleasure oh it's been so lovely it's so lovely to meet you thank you everyone for listening at home this has been Performer Talks and I've been your host Bethany Unwin <laughs>